Sports, the hot mic you canceled of sports and culture. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight, as always, my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the, the man who cares nothing about sports and for some reason has an echo in his headphones, Rowdy. Hey, thanks for tripping over my introduction there. <laughs> I'm excited I'm to continue gonna, with this broadcast. I figure you're going to trip over everything else you say. I might as well trip over that. And in the middle of the period, Step my on. name is Steve. Gentlemen, episode 153. Is that right? Yep. How are we? Feel pretty good. Yeah. How about this Indiana weather, boys? <laughs> Weather's great. Rowdy beard looks good. Got Anybody, the weather. Got the weather. Got the some beard. Good sandwiches lately. <laughs> uh, no, but you know what? After this, I might make myself some ramen, some late night ramen. Oh, some top ramen. What flavor yeah. do you have? Uh, noodle. I don't know. Aren't they all the same? No, man, you can get chicken, beef. No, no, I know, I know that the packaging is different, but is the flavor actually different? Oh, yeah. You you never had that sweet chili ramen? Fire. No. Is oh, that, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, boy. It's green. Oh. <laughs> See, you, you just explained the flavor. This by tastes saying purple. Colors the packages, <laughs> which brings me back to my point. Is there actually a difference in the flavor of ramen? Chicken, beef, shrimp, is there a difference in the flavor? If you think there is, then there is. Do you think you could pick out the flavor different? Yeah. Yeah. You know why I bought ramen? I'm gonna no. I'm gonna tell me. somebody else. I'll tell you. Uh read you because turned it was me on. Twenty two cents a packet. <laughs> Surprisingly, no, it wasn't an it wasn't uh economic. economics yeah. of it. Um it was because of the guy you turned me on to his uh, his YouTube channel. Oh yeah, struggle meals. The struggle, struggle meals. meals. That, dude, save all those sauces. Yeah, the whole sauce packet drawer. Shout out like, to struggle man. meals, man. Yes. Yeah. So he makes meals that usually are under two bucks a plate, sometimes less. But he had a whole um, uh, series on ramen. So yeah, I bought some ramen. He he. He came through for me. I was starting to make ramen with peanut butter, mm-hmm. some sweet chili sauce. It was good. You put a little Chinese mustard in there? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't, but that oh, sounds good. Delicious. Yeah. I don't typically use the packet that comes yeah. with it. You doctored up yourself? Yeah. 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 Really? Okay. Yeah. Not even a sprinkle? Uh, I, you know, I've, I'm, I've dabbled. You know, we were yeah. all in college once. Yeah, yeah I experimented. Um, but you were sort of in college. <laughs> yeah, when you we were, were anyway, I, you when were, we were you, in college, Snoop was kind of there. I will say, you lived you lived within two blocks of a college. I lived with people who went to college. How's he'd come, that? He'd come eat with us at the college. Yeah, that's right. I had a meal plan. What? How <laughs> <laughs> college do you have to be? You have to be enrolled to get a meal plan. Oh, yeah. Hey, college boy, you get the wrong guy. I took one of our buddies, uh, shout out Matt Adair, to uh, the Raven Haven once at the end of the semester when I had a bunch of flex points. I was like, you can get whatever you want. And he's like, okay, you got like a burger and fries. And I was like, you want some breadsticks? You want some chicken tenders? 
It's like, hey, get those breadsticks. Get every one of the different kinds of sauce. He had this tray. He was like, dude, are you sure? Are you are you serious, dude? Are you for real? And I mean, he had this tray mounted up. It was like we still talk about. He's like, dude, that was one of the most awesome experiences I've ever had at a cafeteria. <laughs> like that's the only time that that system was good, and it wasn't because it worked. It was well, just because. Explain it the flex point. Stuff. What is the flex point? What, uh, so, at, at this, so the college cafeteria. I think, the Raven Haven, it, which is like the diner slash pizza hut. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Chick-fil-A now. I think the biggest thing is like all college um, all college meal plans are just a sham. They have these things, and all of them call them something different, but it's basically a point for a meal. Yeah. And then within that, you can like you you can go into an all-you-can-eat buffet and get whatever you want. But then you have like your 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 money that's also on there and you can spend whatever you want inside the inside the the like a la carte area uh-huh. but i don't i think that all of them like they're all a sham they're all run by like the aramarks and the marriott's of the For world sure. and none of, none of them shake out right no right that's why you have like, four hundred dollars to spend in a week that's why i bought a 65 dollar hoodie in the bookstore one semester <laughs> right right and that's the other thing it's like they 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 somehow are you can use them in the bookstore too. yeah i think that all of those are a shame and that, that most colleges require you to buy right uh a food yeah uh, a meal plan Just i will wrong. say this i was in college for six years I never once ate you in a cafeteria. Ups, yeah, for undergrad, for six years in undergrad. So you and never, I never ate once in ate in the cafeteria, only the Haven. Oh, sir, so you missed out. Country yeah. fried steak night, mm-hmm. chicken cutlet. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. Oh, I, I, I had nothing I, against it. I just never went up there. I will say, you say the meal plans are a sham. I, I would say I, I, I'm probably... I probably got my money's worth. Well, no, no. I treated I'm, I treated that like I was going for course credit. But like country fried steak <laughs> night. Hey, eat, you know I'm what? Gonna... You know what? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I man. wish I could still eat like that. Oh, it was yeah. it was wonderful. Oh man. Uh, but I my what I'm saying is like you have what sixty days you can use it for, and it's only. They have this some sort of flex meal that you can use for this all-you-can-eat buffet, or you can go downstairs and use a flex meal, and it costs you like you can have like a sandwich and fries and a drink for one flex. Yeah, so you can have like a seven ninety-nine personal pan pizza. Yeah, it never works out. You always have more flexes than you do days. Even if you ate every meal in the cafeteria, you'd still have flexes left over. What was the little store you could go in and buy like Pop Tarts and all that kind of stuff? The country store? Remember the, the country store? Yeah. 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 You could use them in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime that you're asking me to take real money and transfer it into some <laughs> sort of point, yes. <laughs> Sir, you are fleecing me. Yeah. That I don't like that. I don't like that this at all. Yeah. This yeah, I thought this was legal tender. Yeah. And for some reason, you're telling me it's not. I have a problem with that. That's why I've never fancied an arcade. <laughs> oh, the ticket sham, huh? Yeah. Ticket sham. Yeah. 
Doesn't if you're going to talk sense. about an arcade like that you fancy it, I don't think they would allow you in there anyway. Who's <laughs> the only guy doing the conversion rate from skee-ball credits to tickets to get that giant purple gorilla? Yeah, you got to play the right game. <laughs> you know there's the better conversion rate. He pulls out his Excel spreadsheet like, yeah. come on. Come on, yeah. guys. How are you wasting your time over here? <laughs> the, the one where the 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 light goes around and if you get it in between your two field goals oh yeah like all those tickets that's good i mean that's that's swinging for the fences Mm -hmm. right you just got to go for it well anyway thanks for joining us tonight (laughs) i think we should change the name to this podcast of sports i guess welcome yeah (laughs) (laughs) things are slow around here lately uh, this Are you is, kidding me? We got a ton of headlines here. We do have a ton of headlines. Let's get into it. Ryan, right. how about some sports? How about it? Hey, uh, the San Antonio Spurs 22-year playoff streak is over. You canceled. You are canceled. <laughs> yes, the San Antonio Spurs were sitting right outside of the eight spots for the playoffs in the in the bubble. They actually ended the bubble. I believe they ended the bubble six and two five and three but just outside the the eighth spot which was taken by the uh the portland trailblazers and damian lillard this was the first time they missed the playoffs since 1998 the last time they missed the playoffs 1997 they got uh one a player by the name of tim duncan in the nba draft oh they won island Yep, they got the number one overall pick in 1997. There, any idea who their uh, coach at the time was? I'm going to guess Greg Popovich. You'd be correct, sir. <laughs> but that would be the interim coach at the time. He was still not the head coach. He was the interim coach, Greg Popovich. They were still sporting those just beautiful. Oh, oh with the fuchsia? With, yes, with the yes. pastels. Yes, yeah, they were sporting those those jerseys. Robinson, yeah. David Robinson was still there. Sean Elliott, the Admiral. Yeah, they they got the number one overall pick. And the next year they made the playoffs, and they had, didn't miss the playoffs for twenty two years. And they ended this year thirty two and thirty nine in yep. eight, nine, ten, eleventh place in the West. Yep. So the last time there was a tweet that came out, the last time the Spurs missed the playoffs, Allen Iverson was the rookie of the year. Wow. Marcus Aldridge was in fifth grade. Uh, the Bulls dynasty was intact. Carl Malone was the MVP. The Seattle Supersonics were still a team. Yeah, and that was Sean Kemp in the glove. Yeah. Robert, where, where, where are the Supersonics now? Uh, non they're in Oklahoma, Oklahoma but they do not have any of the supersonics history oh it's the thunder. and lastly the thunder right the thunder and seattle yeah, has thunder, no named team. after which they had the opportunity to be the bison and they passed on it which was a huge That's mistake right. we've talked about that yeah <laughs> and seattle has robert no Perry. now seattle has no team now as yeah. of now but that'll change soon. robert Parrish was on the bulls then right he was in the nba i don't know yeah. where he was he was just old, and he was still playing. He won a couple rings with the Bulls, I think. 22 years. Man, that's sad. What else happened in 97? Do you guys remember 1997? I remember 1997. Yeah, I remember Do you remember the number one movie of 1997? 
Hit me with it. Titanic. Oh, never heard of it. No, number one movie. Never seen it in its entirety. Yeah. But there were also some other great movies in 1997. Beverly Hills Ninja. Anaconda. Volcano. Cruise Control. Now, hold on. Okay, so Dante's Inferno was the one with Pierce no, Brosnan. Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Dante's that, was Peak. Also, that was also 97. That was Pierce Brosnan. That's where you can – he had that Land Rover that could drive over lava. Right. That's right. And then Volcano was Tommy Lee Jones, right? Correct. Correct. So this is also the era of movies that are like movies. We, we don't do this anymore, right? Like we don't get like Deep Impact and – uh, Armageddon. Right. We, we don't get Bugs Life and Ants. Right. But in 1997, we got Mortal Kombat Annihilation and oh, Flubber. Nice. <laughs> right. Why do, we do, why do we do that? The, the, the copycat movies like that. I don't know. I blame that. I blame Netflix. Yeah. Cause we have too much content now. Huh? Which what, would you, you, what would you? What's a what's a movie that's come out in the last few years that you would love to see like the like an alternate version? Like the 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 most recent one I can think of was when uh, well the Prestige and the Illusionist, oh, yeah. came out, and I still oh, can't yeah. remember which one is which. The Prestige is the one Jim where... Carrey. No, did you just say Jim Carrey? Wasn't he in that? <laughs> No, it was uh, it was Batman and Wolverine were in the Prestige. That was a Christopher Nolan movie. Is that the yeah. one where David Bowie played Tesla? Tesla, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking I'm thinking of that Jim Carrey movie about the movie The Mystique or The Mystic <laughs> about the uh, movie theater. Uh, I'm on. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and the illusionist was Paul Giamatti, right? And that was the one about a pair. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, that was the one. Paul Giamatti's a good actor. My wife just asked if we're recording the podcast, the sports podcast we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is the, this is the one. This is it. <laughs> what did you expect? Oh, oh man. Well, uh, how about music of 1997? Uh, tub thumping. Billy. Uh, uh, Life after death. Notorious B.I.G. He died in '97. The fat of the land. The prodigy. Mm. Oh, Snoop's favorite. The dance by Fleetwood Mac. No, that was their comeback album, and I wish they stayed back. Harlem World by Mace. Mm. And so was this like, was, don't, don't forget this, Candle in the Wind 1997. Oh, yeah. And don't forget the greatest Metallica album ever recorded, Reload. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, is that is that the one with Unforgiven 2? Still Unforgiven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unforgiven 2, like you the blue. I'm forgiven too. You're still on the couch. I mean, unless you go back in Metallica's catalog, these young cats these days, they don't know anything about the first five Metallica albums. And they fell off the face of the earth. Justice for All, the Black Album. Dude. What, what's your ruled? 
But I, one, of, one, of, one of the things, since you mentioned Metallica, one of the things I remember about 1997 is in my uh, English and literature class or whatever, we were doing a section on poetry. And so we were all tasked with bringing in a song to analyze the lyrics. And one of the guys in my class, his song was um, Unforgiven too. <laughs> and I feel like I can still like that discussion, like sitting there seriously discussing the lyrics to Unforgiven too. I was just like, what are we doing here? I love it. Is this- High school English classes were so stupid. Oh man. Now I'm going to pull up the lyrics to this. Cause don't they even say you are unforgiven too. Yes. And that's the number two. Yeah. Like, well, it's also too. This is what happens when heavy metal bands go out, go up against Napster, and then decide to go to joint group therapy. That's what happens. Uh, this is the what I've felt, what I've known. Turn the pages, turn the stone. <laughs> <laughs> give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. <laughs> Somebody else did, uh, oh man, what was the, it was one of the songs from uh, Throwing Copper. Oh, oh Lightning Crashes. It was Lightning Crashes. That mm. was another song we analyzed. So that was a good, that was a is good that, one. Is that the only uh, 90s rock song that includes the word placenta? You know, I think, I think it, it may, I'll have to check, I'll have to check Genius to see. Yeah, I don't know how exegetical we have to get. Yeah. With that. Like, I think. <laughs> I think it was pretty Her clearly the only one. Falls to the floor. Oh, well, barf. <laughs> so does my vomit. <laughs> well, everything does. It's called gravity. Neat. So let, let me ask you a question. This was also uh, what Clinton's second term. Would we say, would it be fair to say that the Spurs and their um, and their streak saved oh, that's us. That's how we got on this. The Spurs, right? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Sports, I guess. Uh, the Spurs saved us from this malaise that was the '90s. Uh, Dude, the '90s was awesome. And, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, what malaise? And. and well, Unforgiven too. Well, yeah, I like, think, but, I think it's, but if you had, if you were still on the Metallica train in '97, you had taken a wrong turn years before. That's fair. That's fair. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. Hear me out. People are saying I'm hearing that, you know, the Spurs and their halcyon days of playoff streak. Maybe that was like our the foundation we needed for our reality. Ooh. And the minute and the minute that this gets pulled out from underneath us, everything just goes to crap. Well, yeah, I mean, you need to read the conspiracy about how the world really did end in 2012 and we're just living in the simulation as it breaks down. If this was a sir, if this was sir, if this was a simulation, <laughs> then this bird will be in the playoffs. <laughs> There's, there's nothing more dependent than a digital loop and the Spurs uh, making playoffs every single year. That's that's a great point. 2020 now has killed the San Antonio Spurs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't, the end I'm is of, nigh. And I'm kind of wondering if the Spurs were the linchpin that held us all together. 
Well, is, is well maybe, we'll, have, we'll have to think about that, but I, I want to remind you guys, we are on our first headline of the <laughs> show has been so far. I uh, forgot to write down when it started, so I'm going to guess yeah. we've been rolling like 20 minutes. It's 15, it's got to be 15, 20 minutes, yeah. yeah. I was thinking 30-ish, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, should we yeah. move on? Oh, well, we yeah. let our listeners ponder these questions. Right. Okay. Yeah. This next headline just says, the unwritten rules strike again. No idea what we're talking about here. Yeah, that's right. Wait, is, this a, is this a baseball headline? This is a baseball headline. Fans, <laughs> what other Fans love baseball. Yeah, we're getting a lot of baseball feedback. We really are. Uh, San Diego Padres uh, – burgeoning superstar fernando tatis jr only 21 years old by the way so uh, he's a year younger than the spurs now ended playoff streak he uh was in a game uh i think this was monday if i remember right yeah monday where this the padres were winning they were up on the texas rangers 10-3 in the eighth fernando tatis comes to the plate with uh bases loaded uh-oh. Takes three pitches, so it's a 3-0 uh, uh, count. So, Rowdy, that means there's three balls, no strikes. Normally okay. in this situation, you get to walk, swing. right? You know, you swing. <laughs> yeah. you, you, might, you might be on a take. You might, you might take the next pitch just to Wait, see. If, you know. if you get three balls, don't you get to walk? No, four. 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 So uh, on the next... Why do we do that if we got three strikes <laughs> out? Why do we have Three Here balls in a rock. Let's keep man, it. Consistent. In 1863, when they decided to make four balls a walk. Yeah, I mean, is this like we talk about cricket being stupid? But okay, anyway, let's get to the unwritten rules. Because <laughs> so, we've already talked about the written rules, which are stupid. So I want to hear about these stupid unwritten yeah. rules. <laughs> yeah, they're so stupid they don't even write them down. Yeah, <laughs> these these got so dumb. Don't even bother. Put the pen away. These are I, dumb. I'm embarrassed by these rules, but we are definitely going to be sticking to them. The public, <laughs> the public cannot see them, but we're definitely going to have to follow these stupid rules that I don't want, that I don't want to be asked questions about. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh so, so he's on a three-zero count. Uh, I'm swinging. Yeah, you have the base to. is loaded. Juan Nicasio threw a pitch right down the middle of the plate. And what did Fernando Tatis do? Like any good superstar, bunt, <laughs> bunts away from right into the the, the right swing. down the third baseline for a double play. No, he pulls out the grand salami and slaps oh. uh, a donger, clears the bases. 14 to 3 San Diego Padres. So, of course, this puts everybody into a tizzy because everybody's getting a Papa John's tomorrow. Yes, yes. <laughs> you get a Papa John's. You get a Papa John's. You uh, order it tomorrow, you get it the next day. It's a two day Papa John situation. So, of course, everybody, including the Texas Rangers manager Chris Woodward, is all up in the all up in arms about this. He was livid, screaming at Tatis as he rounded third, uh, telling him uh, what a what a um, how he defamed the game, basically. So this is a twenty-one-year-old kid playing a, a kid's game, 
getting a perfect pitch and he turns on it. The guy's uh, slugging over 700 right now. What did you think was going to happen? Well, who, who got upset with him? Uh, well, Chris Woodward, who is the uh, manager of the, of the Rangers. Oh, Rangers. Yeah, he's upset. Yeah. He, he made a comment after the game. Uh, I didn't like it personally. You're up seven in the eighth. It's typically not a good time 3-0. It's kind of the way we're all raising the game, but the norms are being changed. Oh, give me a break. Don't, no, throw, no. don't throw a fastball over the plate, idiot. Maybe yeah, not open up. Inning. Maybe not open up the at bat with three balls. It's the eighth inning in a in a sixty game season. What, like, there's you're not guaranteed the win. You're still playing to you play to win the game. Yeah, I'm cracking that dinger <laughs> every time. Yeah, not only that, but uh, the Great Jace ball. Tingler, who's the San Diego Padres manager, came out and said that this was uh, a learning opportunity. That that he needs to learn to play the game the right way. So not it wasn't just the Rangers manager that was upset. It was his own manager saying, hey, uh, budding superstar in a dying game, uh, why don't you take that pitch uh, and not hit a grand slam and give us four runs? I mean, how stupid is that? This is another unbelievable. Yeah, another unwritten rule. So what what happens next? Of course, obviously, the only thing that can happen in this situation, uh, the pitcher is relieved, and the next batter, uh, uh, Manny Machado, uh, is thrown at. Of course, of course, of course, of course, that happens. So uh, that pitcher has been suspended three games. Ian Gabrat. Got bought, and I believe the so he threw one pitch also suspended. Yeah, and now uh, Woodward was suspended for three games as well, or one game for telling him to pitch at the next player. You know so, what that mentality is? That's a Colts mentality. Think back about Peyton Manning Colts era, where you're up thirteen and it's second and eight with 30 seconds left and you take a knee or you just decide to bench all your starters because you're 14 and oh like i've always hated that kind of mentality blow it out run up to score that's what i've always respect about belichick pour it on him so why don't we pull derrick rose out of the past out of five years ago and say derrick rose you've got one minute left in a game when you're up 13 do you think you should sit on the bench he says no he blows out his knee and he's never been the same so yeah, people But well, what if what if you changed what if you change things a little bit and you say like, okay, you yeah. you, you win you win you win the game you win the game so that's great. What if that scenario isn't anything like that? You win the you win the game, but what if we change the rules in I would say all sports where at the end of the season the people who get to the championship. World Series, Super Bowl, whatever. It's not how, how many games you've won, what your record is there. It's how many points you got. You Ooh. you 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 feel oh, good about you feel good about the win. You feel good about the win, but then you just take the 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 total number of points and the and the mm-hmm. highest scoring, and then then you make these people play. See, Rowdy, that's why you need to watch soccer. Well, you need to watch World Cup. It's gold. Yeah, that's what happens. 
Yeah, it's yeah. goal differential. Well, but they yeah. only score like, oh, this this game was one point versus zero points. Well, yeah. except so I, mean, I could I could do that. I could I could figure out the champion on on my two hands. <laughs> last last week in the quarterfinals for the uh, Champions League, though, it was an eight two game. Uh, wow, uh, Bayern versus uh, uh, Barcelona. They blew them out. But Reed, to your point, I I agree with you. There's no mercy rule in baseball in Major League Baseball. No. There's there no, should be no mercy rule in anything. You should not assume that somebody is – if you're a pitcher, you should not assume somebody's taking that pitch. You should assume yep. that you're trying to get the best pitch every time. So, Well, and what are you doing with bases loaded, uh, 3-0 count, and, you, and you're throwing high cheese over the middle of the plate? I mean, you're asking for it. We were texting back and forth last week, Rowdy. This was on the uh, sports, sports, sports uh, – uh, Sports, sports, sports thread. Yeah, the thread you're not on. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to hear what happened. And I was watching the I was watching Atlanta come back yep. down nine and they scored or down fourteen, I think, and they, they scored nine runs in one inning. So it's yeah. possible. They're it's not, not over. It's not over. So right. it makes no sense to me that someone would get upset about this. This is dumb. Baseball is declining in attendance. Obviously, there's nobody coming to these games. It's declining in viewership. Yeah, they got cardboard cutouts now. Nobody's coming. Yeah. I watched the Sunday game on Fox. Oh, man, they had uh, they had uh, virtual fans. They had, like, the yeah, computer fans. Oh, NBA, NBA is doing that. That's weird. Oh, yeah. the, well, NBA has, like, the big boards where people mm-hmm. can watch and, like, they can see them. They're actually watching and see themselves this is literally like we've taken a computer and we've created fans oh my so god they're not even real they're not real and there was points where like you could see the same fan was like 50 seats away from another fan that's dressed <laughs> exactly the same and like doing the same arm motions it was like a video game it was like doing the same arm motions and and like the same body shape and the same same uh Close. It was weird. I didn't like it. Yeah, that is strange. The last thing I'll say about the last thing I'll say about this is there has been a lot of players, at least uh, what I've seen. Uh, Reggie Jackson and Johnny Bench have both come out and said uh, and supported Fernando Tatis. Those are some Wait, big who's, who's Johnny Bench? Johnny Bench was a catcher for the Big Red Machine. Wait, his last name really is yeah. Bench. Yeah. He's oh, a great interview too. YouTube Johnny Bench sometime gives a great interview. Yeah, For, Reggie Jackson said, I, "I like this one." Fernando Tatis keeps playing hard and playing great. It's a pleasure to watch you play. Love your success and the Padres' rise to be a winner. Keep leading the way. It ain't easy to hit home runs. Keep bringing energy yeah. to have you have to the game. We need players like you. Good, absolutely. That 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 is some. That's that's a bunch of bull. Yeah, and and actually, one of the big one of the uh, bigger uh, proponents of the unwritten rules, Trevor Bauer, Mister Drone himself, said he didn't see anything wrong. So, and he's a pitcher. Shut yeah. your pile. Yeah, these old white men need to shut their mouth. <laughs> Let the kids play. Uh, all right, well, white men. 
Speaking of rules, the SEC has released their game day rules. What are, we, what are we looking at here? How's this going to impact my favorite team? Who's your favorite team, Rowdy? No. Uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> yeah, boy. Why would I root for anyone less than the best? You got that right. What? I thought, Rowdy, I thought you liked a winner. Sir, if it was going to be a real season this year, Alabama would win every game by 17. Right. No, they wouldn't. They'd win every game by 14 because they don't have a kicker, so they're not ever going to get three. (laughs) This is is, is Alabama's way of boosting morale during these. That's what makes this so painful is Alabama was going to be unstoppable this year. You think so? They still might. Oh, yeah, with all those guys coming back. Although Mac Wilson, their big linebacker that uh, got injured in spring ball last year and sat out the season, got carted off the field again this year. So I haven't heard any updates, but that may be career-ending. Hmm. So what do we got? What are the rules here for the SEC ball? We're going to start at the end of September. What are the rules? The, so um, it's loading up for me right now. Okay. So. Some of the things you're going to see, uh, which are pretty pretty standard, allegedly. I know that there's going to be allegedly plexiglass uh, on all of the food and beverage merchandise areas. Wait, they're going to be fans? Yes. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. They're kind of buried the lead there, bud. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Guests are permitted to attend in accordance with an applicable state and local guidelines, policies, and or regulations. In the absence of the guidelines, uh, the CDC recommendations on physical distancing should be applied. Well, this so is a great state- idea for states where, where the only thing more powerful than the legislature is college football. Yeah, yeah. So if your state doesn't have, like Indi- us in Indiana, we have a limit on, you can't have over 250 people there. So once you have the teams there, you're done. You can't right, have for sure. But but if you don't have that limit and you can say you can have, you know, up to, five, well, I mean, it's the South and it's SEC football. So 20, that'll be 25,000 people. 25,000 people, yeah. That, yeah. They'll just say you can't have over 1,000 people at any gathering unless it's SEC football, and then I'm playing 25,000. <laughs> so you have to follow all the attend all the, the guidelines as far as those rules are, but you have to wear face coverings. And what I like about this is the SEC went above and beyond with the face coverings. They yeah, said, I got to get me one of those uh, herringbone masks. They said face coverings in parentheses, over the nose and mouth sh- shall be required at all as a condition of all guests. Good on them because 90% of the people in Indiana don't cover their nose. Yep, yep. But it's only required for entering, exiting, moving throughout the stadium, and any time guests are unable to maintain the recommended physical distance from others. <laughs> so it's not the whole time. It's just the if you don't feel like you're far enough away, then you have to wear it. Well, people are good at using their discretion. Particularly oh, college football games. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah. It's like the it's the apex of discretion. Nothing's this ever happened. Football this games. isn't gonna go well. Stadium workers and athletic staff should wear their face coverings at all times. Fans, you're dispensable. 
Right. Uh, signage on all. Well, so there there are some uh, stadiums that are saying we're not going to have tailgating. Tailgating won't be won't be available. What about Ole Miss? Oh, in the in the Grove. I don't know. Mm. I haven't seen that. Arkansas said no, and I think Tennessee at Nyland said no. A neat two non-competitors. <laughs> yeah, it'd be okay if none of you watched. That's <laughs> right. <what I> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, other things, sweet hopping sh- sh- will still be prohibited. So you and your fancy friends can jump in between each other's sweets. Yeah. Mm. Furniture. Uh, is going to be arranged to promote physical distancing. Sure, that's going to work. What does and, that mean? Oh, oh yeah. like in the suites? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. So and, uh, in the restrooms, everything, the signage will be there. There will be one entry and exit. And this was interesting to me. It says, institutions shall implement measures that promote physical distancing, reduce touch points, and or, and or assist with minimizing the spread of COVID-19 included but not limited to installing additional hand sanitizers and leaving doors open. So I was in, this is for the restroom specifically. So apparently there's a lot of touch points in the restrooms and there's a lot of, uh, of physical contact in these restrooms. I don't understand what's happening in there. Shady yeah, what's going on in there? Rita, do you, could you it's SEC football. And what's going on at these SEC football bathrooms? Well, I have never been in a sports stadium where the restrooms have ever had a door. Like you oh, just yeah, it's yeah. always the like the S, you know, you walk in and go around the wall or whatever. So Petros? They, they need to be they need to be no Bryant Denning doesn't have Petros, but maybe they need those uh, laser eye urinals and toilets that no touch flush. Mm. Mm. But this is I love all of this because it's not they're not going to play, but they just keep pumping out all this info like they're gonna play. It's awesome. Yep. yep. Uh, was it Ole Miss that had just had a breakout? Uh, Arkansas just had a, an outbreak. Oh, Razorbacks. Well, North Carolina, UNC. I know they're an ACC team, but they just they canceled. Quit. After, they quit after yeah. a week. Yep. After a week of on-campus classes, they sent they, everybody home. Notre Dame did the same yesterday. Notre uh, Dame sent tried, everybody home. They sent everybody home yesterday. Are yep. they not going to play? Because they're ACC, uh, right? No. Uh. Uh, ACC adjacent. Well, this year, they're ACC. All of a sudden, Notre Dame realizes they need a conference championship on under their belt, or at least that's a stab not, at it. That's not why they did it. But just <laughs> to my point, they're not Notre Dame either. <laughs> Notre Dame football is as much ACC as we are a sports podcast. Okay, adjacent. <laughs> adjacent. That's right. That's correct. So what do you think of this? You think this is going to work? Oh, this is a bunch. You think we're going to get our first like no CBS three thirty game with a bunch of, with a bunch of uh, Bama bangs? You know um, what's going to end it hanging all? there? Gary Danielson's going to say, "You know what, guys? I'm not doing it," and it's going to end it all. It's going to be Gary. What does that mean? He's not going to call Gary Danielson. It's going to end it all. You got to have Gary Danielson on a three thirty game on Saturday. What do people do on Saturdays yeah, in the fall anyway? Like, if there's no football, what the hell am I supposed to do? Rowdy, what, Rowdy, are you what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, boy. On a typical Saturday? You got to start giving us tips. Yeah, we need we need advice on, like, entertainment activities, good book, good fall like, reads. Like, look up, look up, uh, look up fossil hunting locations in your state. Okay. Uh, look up, um, go to, uh, what was the, what, road trip, uh, is it road trip America or road trip, uh, road trip USA. No, it's roadtripamerica.com. It's an old janky. I think it's. I think that's what it is. <clears throat> no, you're right. Maybe it is Road Trip USA. Anyway, there's a website that's just like all, all the all the tourist uh, tourist trap type stuff. Um, no, it's yeah. not. It's not this either. This site looks too good. This this so site. Me, instead of watching college football, I should go to places where there are a lot of other people. Just no, 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 no. That's the great thing with this. You drive to these places, you don't see anybody because no one's out looking for a uh, Catholic sh- uh, Catholic shrine that's built completely out of geodes. Yeah, I was gonna say you're telling me nobody's geo hunting on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you know, look for these weird things. For example, did you know that if you go down to Cincinnati? Uh, the Cincinnati area. I think it's actually in Hamilton, Ohio, just outside of Cincinnati. Oh, there, right. is, there is a high school that has a bronze, uh, life-size, uh, no child left behind uh, sculpture. Not for long. That uh, hasn't torn down yet. <laughs> well, yeah. it's it, it is it is it is something to see. It's uh, we got George W. Bush. Uh, oh and he's he's standing in a podium in front. Oh, roadside roadsideamerica.com. Uh, but yeah, so he came to the high school uh, for the photo op to sign No Child Left Behind. So this has now been uh, apparently two wealthy Bushbackers paid four hundred four hundred thousand dollars to have these bronze statues installed outside of the high school entrance. So you can go to this high school and see a bronze statue of George W. signing no child left behind into law. Um, I mean, I'm not a parent. I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like this e-learning is all child's left behind. um, I will say, because I've witnessed it the three days this week that it's been going on. It is insanity. (laughs) (laughs) Kids are terrible. Are you still uh, doing your daughter's Spanish homework? Uh, <laughs> all, with math. Uh, all only, of the above. Only yeah. if uh, Senora Mercer is not listening. Oh, okay. Um, no, she, uh, yeah, my kid's been doing well, but boy, yeah, kids are terrible. So yeah, I will say, I would agree with that. Yeah, all children all children to be able, 2020 is leaving all children behind. All them children's left behind. But yeah, I mean, oh. these are these are all things you can do. Uh, you know, go. We're getting to the end of August. Go fi- go find a pawpaw patch in your area. Uh, get yourself some some pawpaw fruits. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> read read a book. Set up a hammock. What about YouTubing past games? Yeah, they, well, no. What's that's that? That's not what he would be doing. It's like, that's, he's <laughs> like, what I'll be doing. Bridge festivals. Yeah. I'll be looking uh, for 2014 Alabama games. No. <laughs> uh, should we do like a reoccurring segment here where you give us a weekly, hey, here's your Saturday? Yeah. 
Saturday starting, starting in mid to late September, yeah. we should start a segment that here rowdy Saturdays. Here's your I like here's your yeah, here's your yeah. here's your Saturday. Here's yeah. your Saturday. <laughs> it's like a uh, it's it'll be like a scavenger hunt. Okay. Yeah. We can well I'll think about that. Yeah, let's workshop that. I just don't want all of all of you people uh spoiling my What do you mean people? You people, the uh, uh sports uh, type? Yeah, the sports the sports people. I don't want them coming and like, you know, crowding into my fossil hunting spots on my pawpaw patches. <laughs> I think you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think you're good on that yeah. one. Come on, I want I yeah. want these I want these Indian mounds all to myself. Yeah, you're not gonna lose any pawpaws <laughs> this, this year, buddy. Yeah, guaranteed. Don't worry, don't worry pawpaw. All right, what else we got? Oh man, hey, you want to talk about dead people? Sure. Uh, I so see the, them all the time. The Indianapolis 500 is finally gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> it, it is happening. August it's a weird turn. turn. It's gonna yeah, be well, took a left well. turn. Am I right? Yeah. Only, only left turns, uh, <laughs> unless you spin out. Uh, so this uh, this Sunday, August twenty third, at one p.m. Eastern time on NBC, you can catch the hundred and fourth running at the Indianapolis five hundred. Um, I I thought I would look into uh, some maybe lesser known history of the track, and I was surprised to discover that. Over the years, 73 people have been killed at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Now, of of those, 58 are fatalities around the 500. Uh, So that includes race, qualifying, practice. But there's also been like the MotoGP, uh, the the Brickyard 400, um, even the, uh, the, the golf course. So there's been a lot of deaths in and around the track. They've um, got the room there. Do they have a graveyard on campus? I don't believe so. Missed opportunity. Um, but I thought I would pick out a few of the stranger deaths in the history of the 500. Uh, I mean, the 500, the very first race, uh, a driver died um, with his, because that was back in the day where you'd have your driver and the mechanic would ride with you. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, so they, they, uh, f- uh, flipped over into a ditch on the first race and the, the driver and the mechanic died. Um, but in 1931, a kid named Wilbur Brink, he was 11 years old. He died. He was not even at the race. Uh, he lived off Georgetown Road, which is just uh, it, it's basically along the straightaway of yeah. the of the track. Well, as a driver was coming around the fourth turn, he flipped and his uh, uh, his wheel flew off, flew over the wall of the track, over the trees, and hit this kid who was sitting in his front yard. Uh, where his, his dad had set up a refreshment stand selling sandwiches and stuff. What kind? And, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was it brown mustard? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. that's, a good, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, was it worth it? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is it was a hot sandwich or cold sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> what are we working with here? <laughs> yeah. I'm 
I'm, I'm guessing it was it was cold because he was sitting on an ice box when he was oh, yeah. um, egg salad egg salad <laughs> yeah it could be egg salad egg salad in that hot may sun yeah, yeah. go ahead and so eat this then i'm gonna feel for four hours you're welcome the, the newspaper story so this was in 1931 the the newspaper headline says father regrets building refreshment stand where flying wheel yeah. killed boy it's oh, like well, how really? would you ever how would you ever expect that um the house is no longer there now it's actually part of the lot where you can camp uh mm. The Coca-Cola lot. Yeah. Right. So, so. Somebody uh, died in the Coca-Cola lot. Exactly. You um, years ago. The next one, this is, this is in 1960. This is crazy. So it, it up until the sixties, you could just build, like if you, if you paid to go into the infield, you could just build whatever you wanted, any kind of structure to view the race so oh, yeah man this is america so in 1960 uh these guys built a scaffold it was basically it was just building a scaffold that they had bolted to a truck and they they were charging people like five to ten dollars to uh uh to to get on the stands to climb their scaffold yeah and so they, yeah. they ended up having like over uh the, the estimates are about 125 to 130 people who were on this scaffold 30 feet in the air that's just bolted to a truck. That's a good Sunday. Well, yeah, when, right. when this the, is what people do in, on Sundays in May. Yeah, that's right. So when the when the uh, the practice lap went around, people leaned forward to look at the cars. So oh, the whole great. scaffold became oh no the whole staff scaffold tipped over, and everyone fell or jumped off. So two people died immediately. Um, and over 80 people were injured. 22 people ended up uh, seriously injured from, from this. And so the, at the time, the, the state attorney. This wasn't at the fairgrounds, right? This was at the track. No, this is at the track. Okay. So and this, <laughs> yes. like said, this is, this Different is, scaffolding yeah, this is, this is 1960. So at the time, the state attorney general was looking into it. Uh, the situation to see if the state had any power to order safety protocols at the track because it was private property. Nope. <laughs> and in uh, the speedway at the, at the time also said that uh, apparently when they would set the things up like this, their only safety requirement for the infield was that they quote, look safe. <laughs> yeah. Look so what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Paint it yellow? I would say yeah. I would say putting 130 people 30 feet in the air on a scaffold that's bolted to a truck. Hey, what the hell, guys? You let people I, crawl up there, at least put out some cones. Yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine that looking safe, but I don't I I mean 1960, I don't know. man. I mean the tr- it was a two-ton truck, so oh maybe. well there you go, a little F450. But well, that's, taking that's, all of the subjectivity out of their rules, huh? Just well, it's got to look safe. Yeah. Wow. So, that's how yeah. you want the law to work subjectively. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I never, I never knew about that one, but that's, that's probably. I, I wonder if there are any pictures of that. Um, I don't know. I can, I can do some digging, but I probably won't. Um, 
So let's flash forward to 1991. And this, this is, this one is crazy. So this actually, this didn't happen on race day. This happened uh, three days after the race. And after, so the, how does that count? after the race, you know, there's a ton of people in, uh, well, it's at the speedway. So mm. after the race, uh, hundreds of people come in to do uh, just, just temporary work to clean up, right? Yeah. So, so it's, it's easy to come and go from the from the speedway. Oh, dude, there are pictures and videos of the, of the collapse. Oh my god, <laughs> there are like fifty people on the scaffolding. It's one hundred and thirty, right? Yeah, one hundred and thirty. Yeah, exactly. He's counting them. I'll have to watch. I'll have to watch this video. Oh my god! Reed's over here just watching people die. <laughs> um, oh, you can if you just put in 1960 Indy 500, it and comes then up. Scaffolding collapse. It just says scaffold yep. collapse. So, yeah. so if you look at these photos, would you say that looks safe? Well, I would it's say, skipping over, so no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh this my is gosh. These are captured in the moment it's falling. So it's insane. That's a hard no. Yeah, that me. is wild. I mean, you just have to tuck and roll, but yeah, absolutely. Lower your lower your center of gravity. Yeah. They did. They got it so low it hit the ground. It's just it's the lowest it could go. Yeah. Wow. They called it a grandstand collapse. Hardly a grandstand <laughs> yeah. collapse. All right. All right, All sorry, right, what so, were you saying in 91? Okay, what was flash, happening? Flash forward to 91, and uh, this was, like I said, three days after, and, and you know they always bring in people to come and just clean up the trash and everything after the fact. Well, that also makes it easy to just get into the track. So a man named Stephen White uh, uh -huh. decided that he would enter the track. He drove Ryan his... White's father? Uh, no. He okay. drove. He drove his uh, 1979 blue GMC truck uh, with a camper shell on the back nice. onto the track, and I think made four Hashtag laps. Who's your crowd? Four laps. Nice. Yeah, he was. He was reaching <laughs> reaching speeds of, of about hundred miles an hour, uh, smiling smiling at people as he drove past, and. You know he's he's getting flagged down. One of the one of the maintenance workers uh, drove a 1991 Dodge Caravan onto the track to basically try to get him to stop, and the dude slammed right into the van. It it, it uh, flipped and and flew like 150 feet, and he uh, died from, from impact. Yeah, you said you said it and he a lot. So I'm the van guy died. Or the <laughs> van guy. The van guy. So the guy problems. Caravan problems. Caravan guy. Caravan guy just parked the caravan and got out. Oh, my man was not stupid. Uh, but yeah. Well, but, so but who Mr. died? So Stephen White, the guy who was joyriding. Oh, the GMC he, guy died. Oh, right. Man. So I also never heard that story either. So they don't know if it was a suicide or I, no one, no one really knows what yeah, the by speedway, what, what the story was. Yeah. But uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess if you're going to go out, that's a decent way to go out. Like, is it? Those four, those four, those four, a way to go out. Yeah. Fun. 
I will say, like, if if you want to do this, though, like, it makes me kind of like, well, like, what? You going to get your scion out there on the track? Well, how much trouble do you think you'd get in for sneaking onto the track and driving around? Like, a lot. A lot of like it. It yeah. sounds like a death sentence is what well, it sounds I'm, like. Well, I'm not saying I'm going to drive into a... I, wouldn't I don't drive know. Snoop's the only one I've ever known to get in his car and drive around a track. Now, it was yeah, a but, track and field track, but, yeah. I mean, a track's a track, right? That was 400 meters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, like, an 86 Pulsar. Yeah, I was turning I was turning hot laps on that guy. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, that was, that was the, going everywhere. Yeah, it was mostly turns at that point. <laughs> there's not a lot of straightaway i don't think i mean so yeah from that experience i can say you get in no trouble i don't know what the uh, statute of limitations is on trespassing but rowdy just blew it yeah this guy Uh, well all i'm saying is if you want to do something like that don't don't try to do it in the lead up to the race do it in the aftermath Sneak in, sneak in when when you've got the the on litter patrol coming in. Yep. Yeah. So you're saying to me, don't take my 15 year old car and try and sneak onto the track while the race is happening. Right. <laughs> Wait till the race is over. Yes. Wait days until the race is days. over. Yeah. Unless That's you great unless you paint it up, unless you paint up your car with and and can blend in a little bit, I would <laughs> say I you paint have to do. Like, Unless I paint hey. a minivan like Herbie the Love Bug, I yeah, probably right. won't pass. Okay. You can it. get any car you drive right now on the fastest high bank quarter mile in the world every May and October right now, Snoop. Just yeah. bring it up. Bring it up. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is true. If you yeah. if you really do want to just enter your, your street car into a race, there's always the Anderson Speedway in Anderson, Indiana, where you can enter any car you want to drive. And it's all turns. <laughs> yeah. You could put the club on and just go. That's the side bank quarter mile. You know Very it. Cool. So Man, anyway, that got dark, Rowdy. That got dark. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it I, I, it just, did. I just did not. I didn't know that dark history. But I, I, you know, so, normally when I think you're racing, you think of it's it's the drivers or sometimes the spectators. Yeah. Not you know a kid at a sandwich stand or you know idiots. Uh, building bootleg grandstands, but so quick body count. Our stories so far had zero people dying, and your story had your oh, headline wow. had four people dying, twenty two getting seriously injured, eighty eight totally injured. And, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. I'm in it to win it. Welcome to Saturdays and Fall with Rowdy. I mean, you you look at that picture, and I don't know how anybody made it out of that alive. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that it is pretty fast. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, uh, you guys see these new Space Jam jerseys? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they're dope. Tell us about them. Well, so they un- them down for us, buddy. Well, I, hey, I stand these. I stand the new jersey. Is did I use that right? Stand, stand on them or what? No, I think I stand them. I think that's what the kids say. I stand. Oh, you, I, oh, you, you can't stand them. If, oh, you move can't on. Stand them. Okay, <laughs> next headline. Okay, yeah. well, show me the jersey. So the 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 new movie Space Space Jam: A New Legacy. Space uh, Jam Two. Space Jam Two. What's that? 
It's not even Space Jam nope. 2 or Space Jam Reloaded. Nope. It's just it's Space Jam a new legacy. Oh, uh, so they, they unveiled the jersey in the, with, I'm guessing, a digital version of For sure. Because LeBron out. has hair in the picture. Yeah, that does not look like, I mean, it just, it, it looks like it's CGI. For sure. Um, but he walks out, he's got some bright orange shoes, and then we've got some teal and orange jerseys. And Reed, I think you described it best. It looks like a shark just, uh, or some kind of creature. Yeah, just took a bite out of the left side of, of Bron Bron. It's the, it's the Looney Tunes circles like yeah like circles that but they're off turkey pig jumps out right but they're offset right yeah it's asymmetrical yeah i mean i've seen better honestly yeah i don't mind the colors and i don't mind the i I like the cartoony typeface that they've got on there for the tune squad but yeah i had the same reaction i thought it it this movie is going to be lame but do you but i i kind of like the the lettering is that what you call it font yeah. the typeface yeah, yeah that's what i just said yeah i like that i wasn't I like, listening like to you too. well that's fine i don't blame you <laughs> i bear, i bear, i never remember what i say anyway i don't listen to myself either so don't blame you <laughs> what about the the monstars have we seen their jerseys i have no idea have i don't not. even know if they're, i don't even know if they're in it Really? When, How can they not well, be in it? Because when the when the movie ended, uh, the monsters turned back into nerd lux. And you're telling me Danny DeVito is true. not going to be in uh, Space Jam Two. When is this going to be the? When is it? Yeah, is Danny DeVito in it? Well, he was the he, he was, was the, the boss alien the boss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is he going to be in it? Rowdy, what do you know about this? You're, I don't know. you're a resident. I, I, know, I know next to I know next to nothing. When's it supposed to be released? This year or next year? That's this also year? in next to nothing. <laughs> we're saying okay. We're saying 2021 right now. Okay, uh, but here's about July of 2021. So consider this with me for a moment. Let's take this all the way back to our first headline. I believe I can fly. Mm. Was one of the hits of '97 that came from. The Space Jam movie, or at least it was on the 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 um, soundtrack. Space Jam came out in 1996. I don't know when it came out in 96. Yeah, but that was the last year. Then in 97, the Spurs didn't make the playoffs, and the next time that we oh get a Space God. Jam movie, oh my, is God. the next yeah. time that the Spurs don't make the playoffs. Oh, oh, Popovich hates Space Jam. I think that this is something. I think the Spurs' lack of playoff appearance has ripped a hole in our reality. Yeah, it's it's, we, a, it's a tear in the causal nexus. It's really a tear is. in the guys. It's yeah. a tear in the causal. The spur I think has. You may have, yeah, you may be hole. onto something here. Yeah, I had not. You know what tore the causal nexus? The spur. The spur. Exactly. Yeah. The yeah. spur. Uh, Tore a hole in the causal nexus. Yep. That's crazy. Well, solve that one. That's, That's it. Quick. We did it. That we did quick. sports. <laughs> As always, I want to thank uh, the who, which, oh no, I lost my spot. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. It's only 152 really episodes, 53 episodes. Land the plane. Land <laughs> the plane. <laughs> like, come on, Marky Mark. Uh, as always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, 
And the honorary ball boy this week is? Honorary ball boy this week is a Cincinnati Red that is out of his mind right now, Jesse Winker, with an on-base percentage of 507, 1219 ops, and a uh, 712 slugging percentage. He hmm. is going ape right now. Also, yeah. Tom Brenneman, you're canceled. <laughs> um, Tom, Tom Brenneman is very canceled, sir. Uh, if you don't it's, know, a, it's the highs and lows of the Queen City tonight for Ball yes. Boy of the Week. You know, it's funny, which whatever he was referencing at the time, uh, he was doing I, that. Could it be that, Kansas City? I don't know what he was They were doing. playing Kansas City, yeah. but he was doing the broadcast from Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. That's the thing that's crazy is about basketball and baseball right now is they're not on site. They're mm-hmm. via Skype or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. So uh, long, wanna, Tom. Might want to polish that CV, buddy. Find us on <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com. With any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, and don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, what are we doing this Saturday? <laughs> No idea. I'm not getting on a scaffolding, that's for sure.